Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Question. Ado, put your hands together, clap your hands, receive it. When you trust me, happy to the voice of God to me. It's a great thing to heart for Him. Just put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. For everything, oh, everything, just everything. Possible when you're putting your trust in God. God alone Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another day that you have blessed us with. Precious Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are bringing us into all truth. May none of us leave your presence the same. In Jesus' mighty name, and God's people say, Amen. Please take your wonderful seat. Look at your neighbor and give your neighbor a high five. Since we have our nose mask on. It's not easy to talk for somebody to hear. But I want to welcome all those who are watching through Facebook and YouTube. You're welcome to join the third service. I will believe that God is going to bless us. We just have a few minutes and I pray that we can do what we have to do. Let's turn our Bibles, if you have your Bible, to Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. Which is our memory verse. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. The Bible says that but time and chance happeneth to them all. Can I have an amen? And so last two weeks, I started sharing from this book, The Determinant, written by our father, the prophet, and this book has been a blessing. Each of the services has a different message. Last two weeks, I talked about speed. Last week, I talked about strength. And this week, I want to talk about wisdom. Those who are clapping, may something good come to you. And so in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. And that's what our sister was singing, that wisdom is the principal thing. That particular song was composed by our father, the prophet. Is it okay to clap? As you are clapping, may somebody also clap for you. Hallelujah. You know, in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12, a scripture I want us all to take note of. Because, Bible through the apostle Paul sent this to us. He said that, that ye be not slothful or don't be lazy. So, this scripture is saying that we don't have to be lazy. Hallelujah. And he said that be ye not lazy or slothful 
but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. These are all the promises. So what it is is that God wants all of us to follow some people either dead or alive who have been examples for you to follow. Can I have an amen? And for you to be able to follow, he said that you don't have to be lazy. That means it takes diligence and hard work to be able to follow. And today, I want to be able to share some few people who have proven to be wise in time past as written in the Bible that we can learn from and then be encouraged by so that as they were wise, you will also be wise. Can I have a better amen? And the first person I think I would have to look at is the perfect person on earth and that is Jesus. Clap for Jesus. In Mark chapter 6, Mark chapter 6 verse 1 and 2. Mark chapter 6. Bible says, And he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. Verse 2. This is very crucial. Verse 2. He says that, And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many, and many, hearing him, were astonished, saying, from whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even such mighty works are out by his hands. So what he's saying is that people were surprised with the things that God was using Jesus to do and to say. So much that they related his works to his wisdom. Everybody's wisdom can be seen by the things you do and the things you say. Because the things you do and the things you say is connected to the way you think. Wisdom is how you think. Like I always say, if I come to your house, let's say this morning, Sunday morning, you wanted to come to church and so you woke up from bed, you didn't brush your teeth, you didn't dress your bed, and then you just came to church. And you are dressed so nice in church. But after church, I go home with you. And I go to your room. And I see how your house and your room is disorderly. It tells me that your wisdom is that you are the type who can be disorderly by your works. And so, Jesus, when he was on earth, did a lot of great things and said a lot of great things. That was manifest of his wisdom. May you be wise like Jesus. I said, may you be wise like Jesus. He was filled with the wisdom of God so much that Bible says that in Luke chapter 2 verse 52, he increased in wisdom and in stature. The word stature means in status. In status, not only physically structure, but in stature, in status. That means that when you go into their society, when you go out there, Jesus was somebody who had a high caliber because Jesus was wise. Jesus increased in wisdom. It is possible to increase in wisdom. And as we go through these lessons, my prayer is that may God let you increase in wisdom and may your wisdom be shown by your mighty works. Can I have your louder? Amen. That is why you must be a shepherd. A shepherd is somebody who is wise. Mm-hmm. Why? Because a shepherd is somebody who knows that Charlie, I don't have my time on earth. Let me use my life. Though I am a student, though I am a worker, though I am married, let me use my life to also do something that will have an eternal value. That is why I don't regret to have followed my father, the Bishop Dag, in what he did. He is a good example of somebody who is wise. And when he said, the Lord said, he should come and give his life wholly to the work of God. And he gave his life to the work of God. Today, we are a product of what he did or the decision he took some years ago. Those who are copying, may there be 200 Ghana in your mobile accounts. Ajima, amen. 
And then I also said, I will follow this my pastor. And I followed. And I don't regret being a pastor. It has saved my life. It has been a blessing to me. That is why Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. Oh, Hannah Utemia, the person the steps you take in life is a reflection of your wisdom. Your obedience to the word of God is a reflection of your wisdom. Your disobedience to the word of God is a reflection of your opposite of wisdom. Although Jesus was a young man when he was on earth, he was filled with the wisdom of God. He knew things that even old people did not know. He spoke with great maturity and he spoke beautiful words. The people, like I read in Mark chapter 6, they were very astonished and marveled. What wisdom is this? I prophesy that you will also become a man or a woman of wisdom. Can I be allowed that? Amen. And may you do great things in your lifetime. I say, may you do great things in your lifetime. I say, may you do a great things in your lifetime. May you be an apostle in your lifetime. May you be a pastor in your lifetime. In the name of Jesus. I was sent by our pastor and our, our father many years ago, 1999, to a country I'd never thought I could be there. Uganda. As a missionary. Missionary is somebody who has been given a mission. And I went as a young man who had finished school. What was I going to do? Was I going to get money? No. I was going to preach the gospel. I don't regret being sent. I thank God that I met Bishop Dad, who said, Chris, you can let your life be meaningful. Take this step as one of your wise steps. And I went to Uganda and for the seven and a half years or so I was there, the Lord used me to start something for him. What can God use you to do? In this whole region, can't God use you to start a church? Can't God use you to start a basenta, a center, a choir, something? I want everybody who is listening to me today to ask yourself, what am I doing with my life? What mighty works are coming out of my life? That is your wisdom. And if we can look at them, and there are many, then you look like Jesus. And I prophesy that that shall be your story. Can I have your better amen? Who is the second person we want to follow and look at? Number two, Solomon. Solo. We all know that Solomon, apart from Jesus, was the known biblical proving wise person on earth. In First Kings, First Kings chapter ten, verse twenty-four, Bible says that, and all the earth sought to Solomon, and all the earth sought to Solomon, or they were seeking for Solomon to do what? To hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. For people were coming from far to come and hear Solomon's wisdom. Solomon was known as a wise man, and it was also manifest in a lot of works that he did. What were some of the things that Solomon did? Can somebody tell me some? Like what? Eh? More wives. That was one of the opposite of wisdom that Solomon did. More wives was not wisdom. I pray that God will correct the one who spoke more wives. Because you didn't answer well. I think that was your wisdom too, but... <laughs> what? He built a temple. How many want to build a temple for God? God bless you. What did he do again? He wrote songs. Charlie, do you know that everybody here has some talents and some gifts? Do you know that? All of us, who, even if you think your leg is like that, 
And people laugh at you. You know, some, some time ago when I was growing up, when I passed somewhere, you see some sisters will be laughing. Sometimes when sisters are laughing, you wonder what, what are they laughing about? Even if you think you're not handsome, you think you're not beautiful, even if you think you're not blessed, listen, that doesn't matter. God has put in everybody some talents and some gifts. And so far as you use your talents and your gifts, including things like singing, you'll be surprised how it will be a blessing to you. And that is the reflection of your wisdom. Solomon wrote songs. Solomon wrote proverbs. What else did he do? I'm asking. I'm not only preaching. I'm, I'm asking you. Eh? He did what? He judged wisely. That means he became a leader. As I'm standing here, I, I was not born to become a bishop. I joined Lighthouse 27 years ago. And I have stayed. The staying alone is wisdom. Those who are copying, I prophesy more anointing over your life. If you believe, you say amen. Some of you, that is your problem. I have stayed. And in my staying, I have been taught that I can do something for God. And then with my little gifts, I have risen over and over to taking care of two people, taking care of five people, moving to ten people, taking care of twenty people, taking care of fifty people, taking care of hundred people, taking care of three hundred people, like that. And in the keeping of the going and the going and the going higher, today you get to a place where you are called bishop. Bishop means that you oversee a lot of such leaders who also have large crowds. And that is what we are talking about. Everybody must use your gifts, your talents, like King Solomon did. He was a judge over God's people. He could sit down and then listen to issues and bring solution to it. Everybody here can be a blessing to somebody. Don't only think about yourself, else you are a fool. Think about others. That is wisdom. Look at your neighbor and give your neighbor a high five. <laughs> he built the house of God and he also built his house. May you build your own house. Those who are here and you are receiving, I say, may you build your own house. That is the beauty of King Solomon's wisdom. He built God's house and he also built his own house. Whatever keeps you out of the wisdom of Solomon, may it be broken down in the name of Jesus. And I profess, if only you can receive it, that may you receive Solomonic wisdom from today in the name of Jesus. If you receive it, say, I receive it. Number three. I want us to look at another person who was very wise and known as wise. David. Was David Solomon's father or his uncle? His what? His father. David was Solomon's father. There's, there's a saying that like father like son. And then see, it really happens for you to be a fool and then you give it to a wise son. So, it's encouraging to hear that Solomon was wise and his father David was also wise. Look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, is your father wise? <laughs> I don't know why you can't ask your neighbor. I said, look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor, is your father wise? <laughs> what is he saying? Ask him, what about your mother? The way I'm saying it, it's just accentuating, it's emphasizing it. Do you understand? So ask your neighbor, what about your mother? In Second Samuel, chapter 14, verse 20, Bible says, to fetch about this form of speech, 
has thy servant Joab done this thing? And my Lord is wise according to the wisdom of an angel of God. Underline that scripture or that phrase. According to the wisdom of an angel of God. To know all things that are in the earth. So there are some wisdoms that are described as the wisdom of the angel of God. How many want that wisdom? May we all receive it. You know, David had this wisdom that is described as the wisdom of the angel of God. The wisdom that angels would walk and live by and operate by was what was given to David. No wonder David was known as a, somebody who was after God's own heart. He knew many things and prepared for the future. That is David. He survived many battles and won many wars for the people of God. No wonder he was described as having the wisdom of the angel of God. May you win battles that you face in your life. When David met a lion, he was not moved. He knew where his strength was. He depended on the strength that only comes from God. And he got this lion that was after his father's sheep and then tore its mouth into two. And Bible says that there was another strange animal called a bear that also came after his father's sheep. And he said, by this same wisdom that God has given me, I'm going to depend on my God and I'll get this bear and tore his mouth. He tore his mouth. May every situation you face in this life be overcome in the name of Jesus as you depend on God. And then one time, his father sent him. He had brothers who had gone for war because they were all soldiers. And his father sent him. And he said that, why don't you take food to your, your brothers? And Bible says that he went. And when he got there, ah, soldiers, Israelite soldiers, Israeli military men were actually under a shock. They were all sitting down like timid men. Soldiers. Look, the Israeli army is one of the strongest from time immemorial till now, the strongest armies on earth. And they were all timid. Afraid. Why? Because there was this strange giant of about nine feet. I am six feet. So you divide me into two and add my height. And huge with six fingers, right and left, six toes, right and left. This guy would lift up his leg one, two, and the whole earth would shake. He was called Goliath. And the whole of Israeli army were afraid and they were timid. And when David got there, David was shocked and he said, What is going on here? I said, No. This guy, I will finish him. He is actually, and he re-described who he thought he was. Wisdom will let you describe your problem and say that this problem is nothing. I didn't hear your amen. Sometimes what you think is a problem is not a problem. If you are wise enough, you know that this is not a problem. They say you have coronavirus. You have to tell, this is not coronavirus. They say you will die. You have to say, I'm not dying now. Look, Tell your neighbor, I am not dying now. I said, look at your neighbor. Thank God you have a mask on. He can't see your face. Tell your neighbor, I am not dying now. Hey, if you are in this church, you will live up to 82. I said, if you are in this church, you are living up to 80, 82 in the name of Jesus. If you live, say, Amen. He said, this uncircumcised Philistine shall go down. And somebody went to tell the king. And the king said, Hey, you these small boys that have come. These days you talk big, 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 big. Okay, if you say you do that, I'm going to give you an armor to wear. And David said, No. And the king insisted. And he gave it to him. And when he wore it, he realized that he could not. So, later I said, King, don't worry me. I have something I want to do. It's easier to use what I'm used to. That is wisdom. 
it's easier for me to use what I'm used to. And the king said, what are you used to? He said, I have five pebbles, five stones. And I'll use these stones with my sling. And I'll finish this very great supposed opponent. I don't know, but for me, I believe that the five stones represent the name of Jesus. J-E-S-U-S. So today, it's almost like saying that I have Jesus. And I'll finish this situation by the name of Jesus. And the king said, okay, go. And I bless you. And when he got there, he removed the first stone, the J, and he put it in the sling. And he just threw it. And this very huge man, if you have wisdom, the wisdom of God, no matter the problem you face, it will come down in the name of Jesus. If you believe, he said, yes! And he threw it. And this very huge, mighty, monstrous being, fell down. Oh. And then to prove that wisdom is strength, he went and pulled his sword and cut his head. Every problem that you have been facing, may you cut his head in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hand and say, I cut your head in the name of Jesus. Why don't you clap for Jesus? Clap for Jesus. David was a leader. His leadership of Israel has never been forgotten. And no king ever came near to his stature. Even until this day, David's name stands out in the history of Israel. May your name also stand out in the history of your generation. May your leadership skills improve from now onwards. May you be a person who unites rather than scatters. Through you, May many people become wealthy. And many, many people, even your church, become famous through your life and ministry. If you receive this prophecy, say amen. Amen. And so who was the first wise person we looked at? Jesus. And who was the second we looked at? Solomon. And who was the third we looked at? David. Let's go to the fourth. And the fourth is a couple of guys. Their names were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If I were you, I'll start clapping for these guys. <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, these three Hebrew boys were anointed to work in the king's house. Listen to me carefully because this thing is one of the things that we lack, most of us. Gideon, they were anointed to work in the king's house. Few people can work close to a king. Few people can work close to someone who is great. Only few. Why? Because it takes a special grace to be around, to see things and not be able to say to others. Even Noah had three sons. And his younger son came to his father's room one day to come and pick toilet roll. <laughs> and as he came to pick the toilet roll, he saw his father lying down. Mistakenly naked in his own room. Is it wrong to be naked in your room? And he went and broadcasted it. He had a phone. You took a picture. Some of you, you take pictures you don't have to take. It, it's a sign of your foolishness. Yeah, it's not everywhere you take pictures. It's not everything you take pictures of. Ah, today's message is warning. It's warning. He took a picture of his father. Hey, it's not everything you have to be able to take a picture of. Especially when you are dealing with people who are very high in your heart, in your life. People who are high and mighty, the kings, your fathers. And then Ham took. I didn't take it well. And he even went and then put him Took a selfie of he and the father. With the father's nakedness. And he sent it to his friend. What's up? And put on Facebook. 
and what? Instagram and Twitter. Someone said Twitter. And everybody got to know. And the father got up and said, ah, what? I sense in my spirit that somebody has misbehaved. One of you, and he went into it. Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 20. He went into it. He went into it. And when he went into it, he realized that it was his son. Who did not have the ability to be able to come to his room and still remain sane had misbehaved. Bible says, cast not the king. No, not in thy thoughts. And cast not the rich in the bedchamber. For a bed, somebody say a bed. Anoma otu, obia brabomu anomebi jina bebi udi unhuno baoho. For a bed, a bed of the air shall carry the voice, and that which has wings shall tell the matter. So I can imagine Noah got up and he got to know from this bed that his son, who did not have the ability to be in his room, had come. To see something that he shouldn't have seen and had taken it away. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were Hebrew boys. They found themselves close to the king. And somehow the king had a good report about them. In Daniel chapter 1, verse 19. Hmm. Bible says, And the king communed with them, and among them all was found none like Daniel. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Hananiah is the Hebrew word for Shadrach. So, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, their real names were Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. It said, therefore they stood, therefore stood they before the king. In verse 4, Bible says, look at verse 4, children in whom was no blemish, but well favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding signs and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and tongue of the Chaldeans. You can see they had the ability to stand in the king's palace. May you have the ability to stand in the king's palace. If believe you say amen. And look at verse 20. So I read verse 19, went to 4, and I'm coming to 20. Bible says, And in all matters of wisdom and understanding, that the king inquired of them. He found them ten times better. They were better, ten times better because of their wisdom. They were ten times better than all the magicians and all the astrologers that were in all his realm. May you be ten times better than all your colleagues. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Number five. The fifth wise person. That I want us to look at. Is Paul. This great apostle. Wrote half of the New Testament. You cannot be a Christian. And not read from this great apostle. You cannot even understand what it means to be a Christian unless you read the book Ephesians, Philippians, Corinthians, Colossians, and Romans. The wisdom of Paul is read and discussed in every church every week. There's no day that goes by on this earth without Paul's writing being read somewhere on the globe. May you also receive the ability to write books. Wisdom was the determinant that made Paul stand out. Look at this crucial scripture that talks about Paul. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 10. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 10. This is Paul speaking to the church in Corinth. He said, according to the grace of God which is given unto me, as a wise master builder. As a wise master builder. How many want to be known as wise master builders? Lena, may everybody who came to church today and those who are watching 
through the social media may you receive the grace to be a wise master builder and he says that I have laid the foundation and another builder thereon but let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon so no wonder that Paul was known as somebody who made a great impact on the church Charlie what are your works Are your works always negative? Is it like what we can talk about you is always negative? How are you impacting the kingdom of God? That is a reflection of your wisdom. And then now we are Sukuni, you're a student. How are you impacting your campus? When I was on campus, to be honest with you, if I had not met Prophet Dag, I think my life would have gone in a particular way. Because I happened to join the church around the same time I was about going to the university. And he used to preach that when he was in the university, he gave his life for the work of God. Though he was doing medicine. And I said, ah, so me to us, I'm going. I'm going to do building technology. I have to give my life for the work of God. And that's what I did. I never regretted. What are you doing as a student? What works are you establishing whilst you are a student, whilst you are young? Where you live? How are you impacting your world? That is a reflection of your wisdom. Wisdom is related to your mighty works. How many people do you bring to church? Do you come alone? It's a reflection of your wisdom. I want to challenge you today. Next week, everybody bring five people. If you do it, clap for yourself. If you do it, clap for yourself. Your clapping shows that you bring one. Your clapping shows you bring two. Your clapping shows you bring three. Your clapping shows you bring four. Those who are clapping hard show that you bring all the five. And may the Lord bless you. If you bring people and they come to church and they are blessed as they hear the prayer topics, they are blessed as they worship God, as Pastor Richard is leading us to dance, they are also dancing away their problems. As they hear the ministrations that are going on, as the scriptures are being taught us to memorize, as they hear the man of God preaching and they encourage and bless, don't you think they will thank you? That is your wisdom. That is your wisdom. Somebody invited me to Lighthouse. And I was happy it was a program. A program like what we are going to have this week. This week, we have a convention from Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Hallelujah! Last week was awesome. Give thyself holy. So I went to this program. It was a convention. And then this friend I went with, his name starts with T. Not toy, not Thomas, but a tea. It's a sad story. I'm gradually ending. And then this friend said, Chris, what do you think? It's a nice church. I said, It's a very nice church. This was the 5th of April 1993. Most of you were not born. Most of you were in your mother's womb. But you know what happened? After the Friday, I said, Oh, let me go because I was a Presbyterian. I used to sing in the choir. I used to sing bass. I was tall, so when, when we were singing, we we're coming, you see, I would just be behind like that and then singing like that. So I was I was happy with my church. But it came to Lighthouse and I realized that ah light lighthouse looked more you know what I'm talking about? You know, there was some something. There was some something. There was some life. There was some... Within those three days, I had learned so many things that in my former church, it took me about two years or three years to learn. So I said, well, let me go and see how their Sunday services. So I went with my friend. And we enjoyed it. And I took a decision. I'm changing my church. I am moving from... And that was a wisdom decision. I'm moving from where it takes a long time to learn to where it takes a short time to learn. So I joined Lighthouse with my friend. Fast forward. By 12 years later, that was 2005, this friend of mine had backslided. 
He used to be an aquaba. Aquaba means that somebody who welcomes people in church. You know, it's like when you come to church, they will be standing there welcoming you. Very nice, handsome guy. And by 12 years, he had backslided. I'm saying this because some of you are looking at me today. But if you don't decide to be wise, you can backslide. And how was he? Because he had joined himself with some friends who chose to go for keep it. <laughs> Sunday morning. Sunday morning was when they were going keep it. It showed that your wisdom is very low. Because Sunday morning is not a good time for keep it. This 2005, I was already in Uganda. So I had come to Ghana to come and visit my mother and celebrate my mother's 70th birthday. I saw this friend and I said, Brother, when I look into your eyes with my prophetic eye, I can see that things are not working. You are not serious. You don't go to church like you used to. As I kept pressing, he said, It's true. And I said, why? He said, Charlie, these days by the time I do my gift and I come home, I'm tired. And I said, brother, wisdom is going down. This was February, February 11th or so. Fast forward, by May, one of the dates in May, I had a call, I was in Uganda then, that my friend had had an accident and died. And the sad part of it is that he was from a party Saturday night Saturday night we don't go to party it is showing that you, your wisdom is very low Saturday party you should, Saturday night you should have been asleep look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor do you hear what the bishop is saying look at, look at since your neighbor can see all your eyes look at him with some eyes do you hear what the bishop is saying Around 11, 12, you are chin crown, you are sorry, 2 a.m. You were partying. Partying with who? Partying with girls. The party he went for, two of his girls met and they fought. And so it was in the fighting that they cursed him. And he angrily, this is what was told. He angrily left the place. He had a nice car. He was coming to Kaswa here. And then from, from somewhere in Dansoma, speed through the night, around 12 something. Speed. I hear he moved with speed. And he's a good driver. My paddy. I'm a good driver. I speed by the grace of God. But I'm careful. <laughs> I'm careful. <laughs> hey! I know if my friend is not speeding, he goes 120, 30, 120, 130. If he's not speeding. So if he's speeding, not speeding, he goes 120, 130. Therefore, speeding. What do you think? 180, 190. Those times, 2005, the road was not like we see it today. Divided. It was not dual. And it was moving at the top speed. Not knowing at the McCarthy area, there was this track that had been parked. Track. And he didn't see it. He was angry. If you are angry, don't take decisions. Because you would, you would prove that you are not wise. In his anger, he was angry with the wealth, he was angry with the girls, he was angry with everything, and he was angry with everything, and he was angry with everything, and then, and then the car divided into two with his head. Cars were not passing until 4 a.m. Those who were going from Winneba side were going to Accra and they saw this fatal accident. People got down and went there. Human being was inside. Nice guy. He wasn't married yet. He was playing with girls. 
His phones, two phones were there. He had died. And I asked myself, when I heard it, I began to cry. I said, oh, how could it be that we all joined the church together and one seemed to be going like this and one has gone like that. Maybe you are listening to me. This message is for you. Where is your wisdom? Where is your wisdom? Where is your wisdom? Some of you, you have made your mind that I only come to church once every month. You are not wise enough. You are not wise enough because you have wisdom by hearing and listening to the word of God. As you keep hearing the word of God, wisdom comes into you. Today, I challenge you, make church your best place. If you are looking for you, you should be found in. Clap your hands for Jesus. And in closing, number six, Bezalel. Bezalel was wise. Bezalel was a skillful builder of the tabernacle. He received the ability to build beautiful places where the glory of God would dwell. Bezalel, in Exodus chapter 36 verse 1, Bible said that then wrote Bezalel and Aholia, and every wise-hearted man in whom the Lord put wisdom and understanding to know how to work all manner of work for the service of the sanctuary according to all that the Lord had commanded. May you build many things for Jesus. And the last person I want us to look at in closing the next one minute is Joshua. Joshua was wise. Hallelujah. Joshua took over from Moses and led the remnants of Israel into the promised land. Joshua went places that he had never been to before. May God take you to countries. You know, for some time now, the prophet has been leading us through the flow prayer meetings, which most of you are joining and God bless you. Those who are not, please pause and join. Tuesdays and Friday from 3.30 a.m. to about 8. You know? And he's been leading us to pray, getting usually to the end for the 190 nations that God expects this, our church, to enter into 198 nations. So far, we have done 92. We are 92 if you are 91. Rebecca, 98. The 98, my prayer is that some of you who are here, especially in your in your teens, in your 20s and your early 30s will be one of those who will be sent to one of these nations. If you believe me, say Amen. And the ladies, may you be married to somebody who loves to go as a missionary to one of these nations. And that's what we have to do. What you do? How can you go forward in a place you have not been to before? Joshua was wise to follow the instructions of the Lord. God asked him, you know, to read his Bible and meditate on it. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Look at it. It says that this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night. The book of the law is talking about those days was a scroll, but today is the Bible. Read it. How can a military man who is going for war be able to win his war by reading the Bible? God said, That is for wisdom. Bible. He said, in meditating on these words was your key, Joshua, to your military success and wisdom. Meditating on the word of God and being a stickler for obedience to the Lord was key to Joshua's amazing success in the promised land. Last scripture, and I'm done. Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 9. Deuteronomy 34 verse 9. Bible says, and Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses had laid his hands upon him and the spirit and the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as the Lord commanded Moses why? because when Moses laid down the, the spirit of wisdom entered into him 
the spirit of wisdom. You know, this three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's going to be three prophetic days. Today, as I'm standing here, I'm standing under the anointing of the teacher and a, a preacher. The anointing of my father, the teaching, preaching, but during conventions like that, it's more of the prophetic. That is when we would see something and be able to guide and help. But you see, Bible says in Deuteronomy 34, 9, and when Moses, his father, laid his hand upon him, the spirit of wisdom entered into him. And that was what made a difference in Joshua's life. The reading of the Bible and the spirit of wisdom that comes through the laying of hands made Joshua a great man. May God make you a great man. May God make you a great woman. If you are somebody who sells, you have your own business, may that business move to another level because of the wisdom that God has given you. If you receive the word, clap your hands for Jesus. Please stand to your feet. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Take the stage, Lord, and have your way. I'm just a vessel, gentle, and nothing more. Lift your hands to the Lord. When, when you're done, please take the glory. I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. This is our prayer to the Lord. Take the stage, Lord. Take the stage, Lord, and have your way. I'm just a vessel and nothing more. When you're done, please take the glory. I'm satisfied. Just to see you glorified. Sing it for the last time. Take the stage. Take the stage, Lord, and have your way. I'm just a vessel and nothing more. When you're done, please take the glory. Satisfied just to see you glorified. Sing when you're done, Lord. And And when you're done, please take the glory. I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. Just for one minute, lift up your voice and say, Lord, take the stage in my life. Lord, give me wisdom, Lord. I pray for the wisdom that is on my father, the prophet. May that wisdom be seen in my life. May the wisdom that was on Jesus be seen in my life. May the wisdom that was on Solomon be seen in my life. May the wisdom that was found in David be seen in my life. The wisdom that was found in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be seen in my life. The wisdom that was found in Paul be seen in my life. The wisdom that was found in Bezaliel be seen in my life. The wisdom that was found in Joshua be seen in my life, Lord. Lord, have your way. In the name of Jesus, lift up your hands and pray to the Lord. Pray to the Lord, Lord, wisdom, wisdom, wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom, Lord, 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 wisdom, Lord. Every eye closed and every head bowed and every hand down, please. This morning, before we leave God's presence from the church, though His presence will go with us, I want you to know that unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. That is what the word of God says. Maybe somebody invited you, but deep down in your heart, you know that you are not born again. I am giving you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. I gave my love to Jesus, and my life has changed forever. You to your life can change. I did this at the age of 13. You can be 13 and you can take that decision today.
If you are 25, you can take that decision today. You want to say, Pastor, I want you to pray with me so that I give my life to Jesus. It's a simple prayer that I'm going to lead you to pray. Wherever you are, I want you to do one more thing for me. Just lift up your hand and God is going to lead me to lead you to pray. Lift your hand up. Lift it up high, 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 high. You want to say, Pastor, God bless you. I see all those hands right here in the front. You want to lift your hands and say, Bishop, I want you to lead me to pray. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Let the hands go up. Ashes, help me to see the hands. Lift up your hands. Some are in front, some are at the back. You want to say, Bishop, please lead me to pray so that I can serve Jesus like you did. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. And I want you to know that as you have lifted your hands, God is moved. He's willing to receive you as his child. If you have lifted your hands, I want you to do one more thing for me. Wherever you are, I want you to move to this place right now and I'm going to lead you to pray. Come, sister. Come, brother. Come. Come. Come and stand here. Come from the back. Come. God bless you. Can there be a pastor here directing them social distancing? I want you to come from the back. here please close your eyes and lift up your hands to the Lord and surrender I want the whole church to please close your eyes too and stretch your hands towards our brothers and sisters as they pray this prayer we are joining with them with our faith I feel within my spirit that some of you have backslided you are far from God it's almost like you have become an unbeliever I want you to come and join them so that I pray with you on my right side on my left side and at the back please come I'm waiting for you. Just seconds. Come and join. Wakuma elbow boom boom. Bibi catch yourself. Come, come. I'm waiting for you. Come. On my right side, on my left side in the congregation. Come. Come and join them very fast. Run and join them. Run and join them. Now I want everyone to say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Say it loud, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart. Please come into my heart. And be the Lord of my life. And be the Lord of my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me. Satan, listen to me. Say it loud. Satan, listen to me. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer follow you. You are no longer my master. Jesus has set me free. And I'm free indeed. Thank you, Father. For hearing my prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me. In your name, Jesus, I have prayed. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I pray and I thank you for these wonderful sons and daughters of yours that have come to you. They were prodigal, but they have come back home. Receive them. Throw for them a party. Put on them a nice cloak. Put on them a nice ring. Put on them a nice shoe. Let their lives and their future be beautiful from today. Help us, Lord, as a church to help them to be established. We thank you that out of them shall rise pastors. In Jesus' mighty name. And the whole church, please say, Amen. Please do this for me. Clap for them with a clap. God bless you. I wish I could hug you and then shake your hands. But Corona, so I don't have to do anything. So please, have you seen our lady pastor there? You are going to go, okay, you are going to pass here and then she's going to talk to you a few minutes and then come and join us before we close. So please join our lady pastor. God bless you. Clap for them as they go. Do like this with somebody. Do a fist. Do like this with somebody. Come on.
do, do, do. Do like this with somebody. And then now take your seat. God bless you. Communion. Communion. Every Sunday, you have to bring your communion. First, we used to serve the communion. But during this season, Corona season, please, no serving of communion in church. So please, you have to bring your communion. So we're going to take the communion now. your feet everybody you don't have your communion lift up your hand you are going to receive power and the power go with you to your house when you get home take the bread take the wine and say bishop has already prayed and then you eat it so if you have your communion take the bread sing it to Jesus the table of the Lord eat his body drink his blood and we'll sing a song of love. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Look at me. The night when Jesus was betrayed, Bible said that he took bread, simple bread. Sister, he took bread. And Bible said that he broke it. And he said, This is my body, my body, this body. Broken for you, Abla. Broken for you. And he said, I eat. When you eat, you're eating my body. What it tells is that everybody here, what you eat determines how you become. If you eat junk, you can be sick. If you eat good food, you'll be healthy. It is not so. In the same way, if we eat Jesus' body, which is healthy, which is the Lord Himself, allow Himself to be healing for us. Ellen, what will happen is that you are eating something that will let you live long. That something that will not let you be sick. So as you eat this body, whether you are taking it now or you take it at home, I declare that anything that could not happen to Jesus cannot happen to you. In the name of Jesus. Lift it up and say the body of Jesus. Eat it. Those who didn't bring communion next week, don't forget. And he opened the cup and he said, this is my blood poured out for you. This drink in remembrance of me. We all know what the blood does. The blood, we, we have a lot of songs say there's power in the blood. Isn't it not so? There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. So as you drink this, you are drinking the power of God. The blood that forgives. Some of us have sinned against God. Is it not so? But by the blood, we are forgiven. Some of us, we are sick. But as we take the blood, we are getting healed. Some of us, we are about to die. But as we take the blood of Jesus, life is being given to us. Lift it up if you have yours. And say the blood of Jesus. And say the cup of blessing. blessing. And drink it please. Heavenly Father, I pray for the communion. Everyone who took the communion, may the blessing of communion follow them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Take your seat and sing it to the Lord. Sing it. There is power. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 449. 0540 77 49 41 Stay blessed.